What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Father-Son Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Justin, and it's our start episode. Wow, start sit episode. So we have our third host on the show. What's going on, Sam? What's up, Sam? Um, always, always fun to talk to you guys every week. It's always a pleasure to have you on here. Yeah, so we're doing start sits, but I think before we get into that, we go right into the Thursday night game. What happened last night to the Cardinals, Dad? The Cardinals look so bad right from the start. Denver's defense just tore them up right from the start. Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen. Rosen. Rosen, sorry. I, I don't know what he's doing. He threw that like first a, interception, boom, the game was over right from the start. It was like a 1.9 QBR he had. <laughs> he got uh, minus 3.4 points. <laughs> solid. Hopefully, hopefully he didn't start him. If, if people had to start him, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was... the, the best part of that game for me was when uh, when Eli... Emmanuel Sanders took that flip through that touchdown and Sutton dove for it in, a, in the end zone. I was surprised. Yeah, right. I didn't. I didn't think Bill Musgrave had it in him. I had that play in intramural football this week. Same exact kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. It, it worked. They took one out of our playbook, but yeah, now. Uh, Cardinals look bad, and I'm, my prayers have been answered saying that Mike McCoy finally got fired. Hallelujah. David Johnson owners rejoice. Fitzgerald owners probably rejoice. The whole offense rejoices. They just got to fire everyone, I think. Clean house right now. Well, hopefully. We'll have to see what happens. But even David Johnson didn't really do nothing. I mean, Fitzgerald had one touchdown, but you know, the, the whole offense is just terrible. Hopefully things change for them now. Yeah, it doesn't look good. No fantasy value to be had anywhere. And that team, it's just, it's just bad. That game, I don't Denver, know. Even as Broncos fan, did you good. watch the whole game, Sam, or did you turn it off at halftime? No, I watched it. Yeah, I was it's, waiting for that Lindsey touchdown. Bronco, yes, I mean it goes like twenty-eight to three, and I was like, this is just awful. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll take I'll take those ones. The running backs there, Sam. What do you think of the Denver running backs? Lindsey looks better than Freeman, but i i haven't I, I would have to watch the uh film because I'm sure that freeman uh was facing a lot more stacked boxes, but I think that might be just due to they don't use him in the passing game, so they know they're gonna run him so yeah shows um, hand but it it was nice it was nice to see both of them score Booker still played way too much i real i don't I don't know what their obsession with Booker is. Um, VJ was like this last year, I think, but he wanted Booker to start. And this year, I he doesn't. I mean, there was one play where he was in to block, and he kind of tried to cut the um, the linebacker. Kind of got him, but missed, fell down, and it was. I think it was supposed to be a screen to him, but he never got up. Like it was the worst effort I've ever seen. So I just don't know why they continue to give him snaps. I don't know. Uh, the only thing I can think of is maybe because payroll, but he's not going to pay that much, so who, who knows? They're, they're, Denver's defense yeah. looked so good last night. Yeah, they did. Man, Dude, they you did. could go out there and play cornerback and look good against freaking Josh <laughs> Rosen in well, that scheme. What are you talking about? How many fantasy points did they score last night, that defense? 26, because I started them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So there's that. So if you started anyone on the Broncos, it looks like you had a decent day other than Royce Freeman. Um, well, Royce Freeman didn't have a bad day. Keenum didn't have a great day either. No. He was part, He's one of my sits this week too. So, and Rosen for the mat, that matter, and Kirk for that matter. Yeah. So now let's get into those starts. Who's your QB start this week, Sam, for all games? 
I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to double down on Baker Mayfield here. Double down <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Week. Yeah, we got it wrong last week. I doubled down with you there. Uh, a lot of I, missed I, touchdowns. I, yeah, that. so I'll, I'll um, defend that in that there were two dropped touchdowns by Callaway uh, last week. So he was two drops from having a big day. Uh, but if there's any game in there uh, – schedule it's against Tampa Bay where he's going to go off and I think that's just going to be true is this is going to be another another high scoring game it's Tampa Bay their secondary is terrible um for DFS purposes I really like Baker Mayfield uh David Njoku and um Jarvis no Jarvis Jarvis. Landry stack I like all three of those I like that as a stack this week but really um, yeah, so Baker should have a good day again without if if they don't have the drops, um, and and this is the week for him to do it. So yes, indeed, that, that's the that's my DraftKings stack. So far, I have been the Joku, Callaway, Baker, and then I'm loading up on the running back pricing. I, I'm not doing no cheap running backs in this lineup. I have another one with the three you have. I have a couple. I have four this week. I think two of them have Baker in it. Nick Chubb. Now, yeah, now Nick Chubb. So now I got to probably look at my labs and rechase it. It's Chubb time this week. It's cheap. He's probably gonna be too many, too much owned. I don't know. I feel like I, he's kind of a he's kind of a free square this week. I think he's forty eight hundred on Fanduel. Oh my gosh, he's probably less than um, DraftKings. And it's, I mean, he you're probably looking at fifteen plus carries this week. So, and he's a lot more efficient than Hyde. And way better. And our dynasty team, Dad, we're, we're, we're rocking with it. Our justified fifth pick. <laughs> you got to put him in now. I would say how the that's, prediction that's came true. In the, right in, in the offseason, the prediction came true. I said this was going to be a lot like the Adrian Peterson situation. And I think it's almost the same week. I think it was two weeks later, one week later. I think it was week five last year when they traded Peterson away. So Hyde can maybe go off now. We'll talk about that news real quick, I guess. So I think ups value for Hyde, ups value for Chubb, obviously helps Duke Johnson out a little bit more because – Duke Johnson's not going to take any carries. So I think 70% of the carries are available for Chubb to take. So that's a, we'll take that. That's almost a bell cow workload. And then Hyde is probably going to take over the Yeldon role. And I think Fournette's probably going to go to IR. The best or, thing we did was get uh, rid of Fournette in our Dynasty League. Yeah, we did. Sam, you think, you think that, uh, smart move. you think that Fournette's going to IR now? Or you think this is just a signing move for Jacksonville just to bolster their backup? Uh, I think it's to bolster their backup because there was st- there was something that came out that they expect Fournette back week nine. So after the bye, yeah. I That's... don't I don't know necessarily what they're doing because it's not like Yeldon wasn't doing a good job. So I think it was because Yeldon will show up on the injury report and they didn't really have a third back behind it, and it was just Corey Grant, and they probably like I'm guessing that Cleveland sold him cheap. They got a mid round pick for him. They trade away a mid-round pick, so maybe they're like, yeah, why not just pick them up? I don't know. Teams don't really care who they have. They just want to win games, so double power with Yeldon and Hyde, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I don't think he's going to IR. I don't think not, – not yet. No. And, the uh, hamstring injury is just so tough to come back from. I... Yeah, no, it's not easy. It lingers the whole season unless you come back 100% healthy, and they've given him enough time off now, hopefully, to where week nine he will be healthy. But my start for the quarterback, we're back to the quarterback starts as Andy Dalton. I think he's top five this week in a matchup against Kansas City. We had that rule, Sam, the Kansas City rule, where if you have an offensive player going against Kansas City, you start him. 
And Andy Dalton's got that in the Sunday night matchup, and that's who I'm going to be starting this week, and I'm hoping for top five. And he looked decent against Pittsburgh last week, who he usually struggles against. So now he's got the Chiefs. <laughs> I think uh, 40 attempts is the floor, I th- and streaming appeal. And if you have him in two quarterback leagues, uh, you expect big numbers from him. That's he's also played well. He's also played well the last time he was on prime time, so expect for that him to have a good game. There you go. I like both. I like both of them picks. I even like Baker Mayfield because the Bucks have allowed twelve passing touchdowns to opposing teams in the last three games, and I think every week a quarterback has thrown for at least three hundred and forty yards against Tampa Bay. So wow. I like both of them start. So who do you have a special star? Or you was Baker one of yours? No, I, I like Jamison Winston again, but I'm going to give you a Jameson. guy that. That's that's uh no no I always say his name wrong. So <laughs> it's Matthew so, Trubisky. It's this is bad, dude. You got you got to you got to work on this, dude. Shaquan so, Barkley, well, dude. Gonna, <laughs> all I know is I'm beating the crap out of you the last three weeks. Ooh. That, so. Everyone yeah, tuning in hear that? My dad is beating the crap out of me. So I'm gonna go with Kirk Cousins. He <laughs> really hasn't been a great fantasy option lately in the last few weeks. Dude, what, why are you picking all these? Him? Why are you picking all these studs? Because who? He, no, Cousins actually, no, no. Kirk, Cousins have been doing badly. He he hurt me last yes. week, twenty-one points, but this week. But I expect him to get back on track this week against the Jets. The Jets in the past three games have allowed almost eleven hundred yards passing, um, eight touchdowns, and five interceptions. So, in each three of those guys, have at least scored twenty-five points. So I look for Casey's decent, uh, Kirk Cousins to get back on track. Yeah, and I think the Jets are missing some linebackers this week too. So that helps. Even though the Jets, Jets got a decent defense, but he's going to turn it around this week. Yeah, I'll throw one more Side start back. in there after your our three. I'll give Joe Flacco New Orleans yeah, like prime Flacco matchup, too. and uh, I can see the flirting with QB one numbers this week. So now we're going to sit, Sam. Who's your QB sit this week? Well, I already talked about uh, Rosen and Keenum, so that came to fruition pretty well last night. Um, yes, it did. Alex Smith versus the Cowboys. Uh, he's currently QB six, 26 in points per game. Um, and their offense only gains has gained eight fewest yards per game and scored the ninth fewest points per game. So, and even, even last week, he didn't look good. He just had two touchdowns. Um, so, and then the Cowboys, the Cowboys have been very uh, good on defense. They've allowed the fourth fewest yards per game, the eighth fewest fewest pass yards per game and the second fewest points per game they've also given the six few given up the six fewest fantasy points per game to quarterback so this is a, I, this is supposed to be a low scoring effort i think it's going to be a battle of defenses the over under is at 41 which is the lowest for week seven and i expect it to go that way uh you're they're probably going to lean on their running games respective running games on ezekiel elliott and ap so i, I just don't I wouldn't be starting either of the quarterbacks in this matchup. Yeah, that's my sit. The other side of the ball, I got Prescott. He had a good week last week because it was 82 yards rushing and no interceptions. But once again, this dude does not throw the ball more than 30 times a game, it looks like. And for all the Cowboys fans out there, the dude is not a good quarterback. I'm sorry. I don't like him at all. He can't throw for over 300 yards. He struggled. I don't even know. Zach Prescott is overrated, in my opinion. Because it was rookie year. He had an amazing rookie year with no film on him, and film came out, and then ever since then he's just been struggling. He doesn't really have a good wide receiver, so maybe they'll actually get a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. That'd be cool to see, but I don't even know if they'd use him right. So 
Dak Prescott's my sit for me against Washington, who's seventh in the league to uh, fancy points allowed the quarterbacks. And they played really good against Cam Newton last week. You know, Cam Newton still had fancy points, but Cam Newton's different than Dak Prescott because he actually runs the ball consistently rather than just spurts games here and there. So that's my sit for this week. Dad, who's your sit? Uh, Deshaun Watson. Oh, really? Did I, did I say that name right? Um, I don't. I'm not gonna. <laughs> well, yeah, but God, that's surprising. He, he's, he's coming off his worst game last week. He had under 10 points against Buffalo. He's been sacked 25 times this this season. I think he's going to be playing against an angry Jaguars defense who have lost the last two games on the road. Um, but I, I, I'm going to sit him this week. Can I play devil's advocate here? What are you going to do? I just said Dak Prescott's a really bad quarterback, right? Yep. What did he do last week? He had the game of the year for him. So who's better? His wide receiver one being, I guess, Cole Beasley versus DeAndre Hopkins. I I, I get where you're going with it. Uh, but honestly, Ramsey's honestly, not 100%, though. Well, and but but... I would say that somebody to look at, and we can talk about it when we get to the wide receivers, is Kiki Kuti. Yes. If they're Draft playing Kings. out of slot. <laughs> if they're playing out of slot. Um, because DJ Hayden's their uh, QB or their cornerback uh, three. So, and that's what, I mean, Beasley was playing out of the slot. He wasn't facing Ramsey or Bouye. So, I, I think Watson's a lot better than Prescott. Um but, I mean, it's, it's something to think about. I think it's going to be interesting because it's also divisional rivals. So that plays factors you can't even measure uh, with – well, you can measure it with numbers, but you can't really measure it just by, like, saying, oh, last week they did bad. Because they want to win these games more than they want to win the other games just because they have a chance to make a playoff so they get first in that way. So I think, I think Hopkins is hurt too, isn't he? He was on a practice report. I think he's playing. Hopefully he's playing. That's the minute you've seen. I think it's a game time decision. Or did he get taken off? I'm not That's, sure. Uh, he missed practice Thursday and then limited reps Wednesday. Uh, I haven't got an update for Friday yet. But yeah, that's I, I get the sit, and I, I think there's obviously better options. I'd rather play Flacco over watching this week. So if Flacco's available, yep. I shoot him up. So. That's that ace. What'd you say, Sam? I, and we can. We're, I'm gonna add a sit here, I, just because. Well, and it's just something to discuss about. Um, I'm not saying you can necessarily sit him, but Andrew Luck is somebody that. There is probably better options out there, uh, like Flacco, if you can if you can play him because Buffalo has allowed the last three games. Buffalo has allowed the fewest uh, fantasy points to quarterbacks, um, and the fewest point fantasy points to wide receivers, and six fewest to running backs. So they've had a really good defense the last few weeks, or after those first two weeks, really. So if you have a better option than Andrew Luck, I would think about sitting Andrew Luck this week as well. Yeah, for sure. Why? That's this is where you play matchups with the quarterbacks because you can have a elite quarterback in Andrew Luck who has a really tough matchup against the Bills and get a more elite quarterback in Flacco going against the Saints. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I like that right there. Definitely looking who's available on the waiver wire. I always pay attention to that. So let's go on to running backs now. Once you want to make a QB bet, Dad, do you want to make a QB bet or no? Um, I'll take Winston. Who are you going to take? Goff. Ooh. You're on. Put it on the table. You got to at least try to win one bet. I can't turn any <laughs> bets down. 
I just I like Polly. I like Polly pushing back here. You're going out on golf though. Who's got one of the best offenses? So you're you're trying desperately for a win. So I'm, I'm trying to I'm, tr- I'm trying to I'm trying to win bets. Oh, oh man! All right, yeah. So now we're taking reverse roles. I didn't call you out when you took the easy bets. I'm taking the Julio Jones versus the fine. field, and you're like, oh, okay, I'll do that. I always had to make the. You know what? Go ahead. Running back start. Who your running back start, Dad? Let's let's see. Put it on a table. That's the uh, bet. My, my running back start of week is going to be Latavius Murray. Mine's going to be Todd Gurley. Yes. Mine's Todd Gurley. Delvin. <laughs> 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 Delvin Cook is going to be out again. Yeah, what the so heck? He oh, hold on. What's wrong with Delvin Cook? I'm I, mad about that. I, I, think hold, I think they're holding him until he gets 100% is what I think they're doing. I'm okay they with can, it. They can do that oh. with the way Murray played last week. They I have can, no they running backs. Until he, until he gets 100%. No, yeah. In week six against Arizona, Murray was dominant. He had 24 carries, 155 yards, and a touchdown. And he also, I think he caught a ball for not much, but three yards, but it's still a catch. Um so it was the best performance by a Minnesota back this season. So look for him to have another big week against the Jets with Cook being out. Yeah, I like that. I like that pick right there. So Sam, who's your start for running back this week? Oh, here we go. Yeah, right. Please, please, please say it. it. I'm ready for Peyton, it. Peyton Barber versus the Cleveland Browns. Uh, well. I wasn't expecting that one. I thought it was someone else, but I like that. Let's hear why. <laughs> um. So I, this is exactly what I have, have written. This one's a little bit risky. Um, so we, we like the risk. We like we the know risk. the we know the Buccaneers have been pretty awful on the ground, except for last week when Barber went off for went off quote unquote went off for 82 yards on 13 carries. Um, and who did they play last week? They the Falcons. Faced the, the Falcons, Falcons last week. Um, and and I I also mentioned that as well. Um, that was against the Falcons. Um, but he's got a good matchup. The Browns have the fourth most yards rushing per, or have allowed the fourth most rushing yards per game. They're ranked 24th in DVOA against the run. They've allowed the eighth most fantasy points per game to running backs. And this includes three games of 130 or more yards allowed. So he's risky, but he has a good matchup. He looks good last week. Maybe Winston, and, and maybe that's why Fitzpatrick was, good was that they forced Fitzpatrick to beat them. So maybe with Winston here, they can open up the playbook a little bit more or um, they're getting a little bit more running room. I don't know. But uh, if you're looking for kind of one of those risky starts that may pay off for you, I, I think Peyton Barber's a good one this week. I do like oh, I, that. I like, I like that pick too. We like I mean, risky. Cle- yeah, Cleveland has allowed five running backs to either score or gain at least 90 yards this whole season. So it is a good matchup for Barber. And Ronald Jones just you thought I I even thought last week he was gonna start taking over, but that, that was not the case. He did catch all three of his targets. Yes, That's did. a shocker. Like wow. But as far as the running game, I mean, they haven't had one yet this year. Last week they had a decent one, so hopefully they continue to do that like like Sam said with uh, Winston instead of Fitzpatrick at the helm. By the way, I also had Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay as starts against the Cardinals. Freeman didn't do great, but he still got a touchdown. So, yes, he did. Yeah, I like that. Now, my start, Todd Gurley. I think San Fran, easy man. I'm, Get I'm gonna... out of here! <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I was. Believe you. <laughs> 
I was leaning towards I can go with the little Detroit game, little carry on Jonathan rookie. I think he's a good start. I like him. He's gonna have his. I, I think believe, he's gonna have his breakout. This he's week. in your article, which people should definitely go check out. So go over to uh, Sam's Twitter at FF Stompy and go read that article. You'll see it tweeted out. Just, just because you you said that, Sam, I'm starting him in one league. You gotta do that. That's not my start though. That's, that's the guy I like, but my start is gonna be Nick Chubb now. It has to be Nick Chubb. I, I can see this guy going in. Wow. Yeah, he's against Tampa Bay, who's an awful defense. Only get me started on that one, and he's gonna definitely penetrate some defensive lines. That's from uh, the Zach Douglas, and I can see Chubb just going to work. I think he's gonna be a running back too with some upside. He's gonna have at least 15 carries. It looks like, and I'm ready for him to put in the work and get some bonus points. And if you have leagues with uh, 40 plus yard rushing touchdowns, I can. I can see him break one, break one loose. That's that's me predicting the future right there. It's gonna happen now. I just spoke it into existence. Taking one out of Levar, Levar balls. Taking one out of Levar. Can you see the future on this? Latavius Murray having more yards than Chubb. Um, <laughs> I'm not betting that. I don't know how huge. Oh, yeah. I, I don't. All your all your talk about Chubb, which I do like. I do like. We have guys. Chubb. Okay. Okay. Listen. I listen. Understand. Listen. I will say more total yards. I will say Tariq Cohen has more total yards than whoever the heck you just said, Latavius Murray. No, I'm not doing that. Oh, why not? Nope. Who else is going to take what carries away like, from I Latavius Murray? I like Cohen Murray? also. I like Cohen also. Cohen's All right, a better more, running back. More there. yards, Joe Mixon or Latavius Murray? No, Joe Mixon. Move on. <laughs> You're trying. You're trying hard to get I a win. Trying. Okay. That was a joke. All right, more. To do, so I have to be very selective to stay on top because you're trying to trick me. It's not going to happen. All right, running back sits. <laughs> Who's your running back sit, Dad? We'll go you first. Um, I really like Marlon Mack this this week. So the my sit? sit of the week is going to be no as a start. So my oh. sit of the week is going to be Naheem Hines. Whoa, they're like identical, bro. <laughs> Guess what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you this week. All right, Paul. Let's hear it. Bet. Have another bet on yes. All right, we're gonna have another. We love bet. it. Look, his downside from last week. Uh, Mac is back in action after missing three weeks. Um, Hines went from 13 total touches in Week Four against Houston and 22 in Week Five, and that New England to just five total touches at New York. So I think Mac is really gonna get into his work. Even though Naheem Hines is going to be used in the passing game, I just, uh, with Mac being back, he's my sit of the week. In order for him to have a big game, he's going to have to get more involved in the passing game. And the table is yours, Sam. Let's hear this. Let's hear it, Sam. Marlon Mack's my sit of the week. Hey. I already talked about Buffalo. Um, They've allowed the six fewest points to running backs over the past three weeks. They're ranked seventh in DVOA against the run. You can argue that the Bills have had the best defense over the past three or four weeks in the league. Um, he actually had a good game in week six, um, but that was against a middling New York Jets defense against the run. Uh, faces much more stout defense this week. So I think Max do or not do, but he's not going to do well this week. I don't really like that game as a whole. So I'm not a fan of starting really any of the Colts. It's going to be a tough matchup for him, too, against Buffalo. But the Bills have also allowed four rushing touchdowns in four road games this year. So it, it is going to be a tough matchup for Mac, but 
So we got Mac God. as a sit. We got Hines as a sit. I'll follow the trend. I'll say Jordan Wilkins as a sit. I mean, no, get out <laughs> of okay, here. Okay, no. My sit. The- <laughs> <laughs> My sit this week. It's a little surprising. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Sony Michelle. I'm gonna say Sony Michelle is gonna disappoint owners who are thinking the same thing the past two weeks as a hundred plus touchdown guy. I think he's gonna get a lot of work in this game still, but I do think that he's not gonna get a touchdown. I I do think he can flirt with running back two numbers, but definitely not running back one numbers. I think Chicago, even though Khalil Mack's a little hurt, he'll play. I mean, if I'm Khalil Mack, I want to sack Brady as many times as possible. That's just the way I'm thinking it. But I don't know. We'll see. I like he's he's been hot. I do like him. I just traded him away, and I just traded for him. So I'm unbiased here. I'm just thinking that this is his toughest matchup yet, and James White is going to be more involved than people think because it's at Chicago, and Chicago's defense has been pretty good as of late, other than last week. But I think they have some pieces. Yeah, mind you, Frank Gore ran for 100, over 100 yards on 15 carries. No one was worried about Frank Gore because they were like, oh, it's just going to be Kenyon Drake, and then Frank Gore <laughs> comes in and just goes off. But this time, they're going to be focused on Sony Michelle. They wanna. I, I can see the game plan. Trust Bill okay. Belichick in these in these situations. That's that's my sit. And a guy I'd play over him would have been Philip Lindsay. So, hopefully, you guys read Sam's article before Thursday night. Well, I unfortunately it didn't get published, but hopefully, you were following me. And as that's I, even better. I posted that. I posted that tweet <laughs> to tell you to start the the. So. All right, Polly, we're gonna do Mac versus Hines. We're going to do it. All right. Put it hey. on the table. Put it on the table. Put it on the table. There it is. I hope, I hope Lux has shoulder problems or something. <laughs> We're going to wow. bet it. All right. Wow. Put it on the table. They put it on the table. Dad. Dad, dad, dad. Yeah. Wide receivers. Who's your wide receiver start this week? I want to hear who your wide receiver you like this week is because I have a bet for you. Well, I'm going to give you my favorite wide receiver start of the week. Is it going to be Julio Jones? No, it's not Julio Jones. <laughs> Who's your favorite wide receiver this week? It's going to be the one and only Golden Tate again. All right, okay, okay. Oh, oh. Before we get into it, he catches a lot of passes. I like his matchup this week because Xavier Howard plays on the outside. in the slot. Okay, so more catches this week. Golden Tate or Saquon right. Barkley? I'll take Saquon. Why are you going with more catches now? You're, you're trying to sucker me. Because I'm going to do yards, otherwise we win. We want to do yards and catches. I'll do okay. Saquon Barkley or Golden Tate yards and catches. We're gonna, no, we're going to do a wide receiver against a wide receiver. I'm not doing that. It technically, Look, is a, a, Saquon is our best wide receiver. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. Because the other one's a head case. Now I'd he's, be a now head he's, case too if I had Eli. Eli sucks. Well, Look, the Dolphins have struggled with <laughs> slot receivers all season. And Tate should be the best of the Lions trio this week. Uh, in two games on the road, Tate has had 15 catches for 241 yards uh, and two touchdowns on 21 targets. That was against San Fran and Dallas. So I love Golden Tate this week, start of the week. Start of the week. I do, in DraftKings, I do like the stack of Matthew Stafford and Golden Tate. And that's a little thanks to thequantedge.com, who we are sponsored by. You guys can go use code FSFF at checkout over there for $10 off your first month. If you're tired of getting crushed by the pros, DFS players, and sports bettors, listen up here. TheQuantEdge.com has the tools you need to play like a pro. They have a lineup optimizer, injury tool, wide receiver, cornerback matchups tool, head-to-head tool. So that's all those tools. You're going to be armed with everything you need to win. You can make up to 150 lineups in seconds. See matchups to exploit. Compare players to help you make the right decision that you're on the fence about. 
You get exclusive access to industry experts, articles, podcasts, and the TQE community by participating in a premium membership chat, which you can do any day of the week. There's always someone on there to talk to you. So over here at Father Son Fantasy Football, use promo code FSFF to save $10 off your first month. That stack's going to do well this week, Dad. Like you said, for all the reasons you just said, the Golden Tate against the slot receivers, slot cornerbacks, and how bad Miami is against slot wide receivers, and they have a connection there. So I like that. Yes, Sam, who is your start, Sam, for wide receiver this week? Um, I'm going to go with Chris Godwin. Ooh, a little deeper one. Let's hear why this one. Yep. Um, so he's had a touchdown in four or five games. Uh, tied for the team lead with nine targets last week with Jameis Winston. Uh, the Browns have allowed the eight most yards to wide receivers, um, including four 20-plus fantasy point receiving efforts. So this could uh, – um, We've already talked about I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, the over-under is 49.5. So if it is high-scoring, I expect Godwin to get a decent amount of targets and a shot to get a touchdown. I like I that. I like that. You went now, deep. Before... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Dad. No, I like that pick also. But before you decide on your wide receiver, make it good because that's going to be the bet against Golden Tate. <laughs> It's not going to be the bet against Golden Tate, but this yeah, guy is, so is a, this guy is our bet. No, you can't just say that. Okay, oh, all right, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. You want to play this game? I'll play this game with you, Dad. <laughs> I will play this game with you. It's your start of the week, so oh, it's got to be. Good. I I am going to be the mediator here. Well, my dad. I okay, will... okay, Sam. I have a great start for us. It's a nice little sneaky start, but my dad says the one who I choose right here is who he wants to put up against Golden Tate. So Adam Thielen's just gonna go off this week against no, the Jets get defense. Get out of here! I know you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. No, no, you won't. No, you I'm won't. Old. Stop. 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 I'm stop. I'm not letting that. you do that. I'll do that. I'll double it up also with Jarvis Landry. I actually like that bet a lot. That's fair. But like, if you want to do Thielen too, I'll take a, I'll take a win. So it's Thielen and Tate, and then we have a separate bet with Jarvis Landry and Tate. Sounds good. Put it on the table. My starter of the week this week is Traquan Smith. <laughs> a little deep one, deep flow flex play. I picked him up on all my league's waiver wire. I couldn't not. This guy is a stud. On Thursday, yesterday, it was announced that Ted Ginn is out for the year. He's on IR. So, in week five with Ginn out, Traquan Smith played 67% of snaps. Three, 111, and two on three targets. I expect him to get more targets now as Drew Brees likes to spread the ball around. And you see Michael Thomas's targets dip a little bit the past two and a half weeks. So more snaps to play means he's on the field more. He's running more routes, and he is the second best receiver on this team in my opinion. And I think Drew Brees can make this guy good. I like him coming out of college. I like him going into this year, and now the opportunity seems to be arising a year early. So look out for Traquan Smith. It's a high upside flex play who can definitely win you your week this week against the Ravens defense, who are stout, but it's Drew Brees. So have faith. That's my start, Dad. I'm not putting that against Golden Tate. I'm not trying to lose. No, but I'll, I'll take your other two bets. I'll even take again stealing because I love Golden Tate that much this week. I'll even take that bet. I'll take that bet and I'll take the Jarvis. Dude, gonna suck I said I know I'm gonna lose that bet against Stealing. Stealing's just gonna go. I know. I'll even put it. I'll, I'll I'll triple it up. Diggs too. Diggs is gonna have more points than Golden Tate. We love we love Diggs. You know, you're you're just trying to get a win. I know what you're trying to do. All right, all right. Since you. <laughs> Since you're showing me the jersey, we're going to do that too because Tate's going to go off this week. I'll say Jimmy Graham has more points than Tate this week because that's zero. You stop. You can't take my guy Jimmy Graham. Zero points. That's how much. All right, who's your wide receiver sit, Dad? Let's run through these sits real quick for people. Tell them who to sit. Give them one reason why, and we'll try to keep this. Uh, 
I'm going to stick Corey I'm, Davis this week. I mean, yeah, that offense is hard to watch. I'm not going to lie. That, that, that hurts. So talented. What happened? What happened? This? Someday, what happened someday, someday he's going to be a must-start in fantasy football. But I don't see that day coming anytime soon. Um, I'm still confident in his talent. Um, he's going to start to produce on a field someday on a consistent basis. But with that offense, I don't think it's going to happen. So you're going to sit him. Wow. He's coming off terrible performances, too, against Buffalo and Baltimore, where he only had five catches for 73 yards and no touchdowns. Um, keep in mind that Davis has just one, one touchdown in 17 regular season games. Yeah, but that touchdown was crazy. Yeah, but you're He you're jumped like 42 inches in the air. I was just like, oh, give me that, and then won the game against the Eagles when they can't even beat the Bills. That makes sense, right? I got, I'm going to give you just a quick one after that. I won't say nothing about it, but you're going to sit Marvin Jones, too. Because I like Tate and I like Galladay. I don't I do not like Marvin Jones this week. There you right. go. There's a bonus. Pick. Sam, who's your sit this week? Uh Will Fuller. Ooh, let's see. I like this. that. I like that actually. Kiki. I like um, I like that. So really he's had three straight pretty average games. I think he had one touchdown in the last three. Um he hasn't been great. It's uh, so the, so he was good those first two. He hasn't been great the last three. Um, he was out. He's been out targeted the last three games, 27 to 11 by Kiki Kuti. So I think this is a point where we can talk about Kiki Kuti because the Jacksonville Jaguars do not have a good slot corner, and the Texans would be best served to avoid AJ Bouye and Jalen Ramsey this week. Of course, you can't not target DeAndre Hopkins, but I think Kiki Kuti could see a decent amount of targets this week. Um, and if and if you look back at last week with the Cowboys, uh, Cole Beasley beat them pretty pretty bad. He takes most of his snaps from the slot as well. So Kiki Kuti is a kind of a sneaky start this week against the Jaguars. But Will Fuller, like I said, been out targeted 27 to 11 by Kiki Kuti. Um, and you can't sit DeAndre Hopkins. So I think Will Fuller is probably going to uh, bear the brunt of or or lose a bunch of targets this week just because he's facing off against a very good cornerback tandem. I like that. I like that right there. Easy enough. My my uh sit is gonna be. I was gonna actually take freaking Will Fuller, but uh, I'll I'll, I'll take uh, Calvin Ridley. I think he's still not a hundred percent. He limited participant in practice today on Friday, and Sanu did not practice. So people are like, oh, he's gonna be the number two. I don't think he's going to play that much. I think limited snaps, and I would look somewhere else, hopefully either at running backs who have become available this week, such as Chubb. And uh, I'm drawing a blank on who else I'm going to say, but there's another one. I'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> uh, Ridley, I would just uh, – hasn't looked good a couple past couple weeks ever since his uh, touchdown game after his free touchdown game. So this is a Giants defense who is not good at all, but I know the Falcons are going to be up by 30 by the end of the first quarter, so they're going to be running the ball out the rest of the game, and I don't see a lot of value to be had other than hopefully Julio getting his first touchdown this week. No, he's not. He's going to go for like 250 yards and no touchdowns. What are you talking 320, about? 320. He's going to have his 300-plus yard game with no touchdowns. I guess, oh, my gosh. Austin Hooper gets three touchdowns. Austin Hooper like is going to be the play over Calvin Ridley. I think Austin Hooper will have more yeah. fantasy points than Calvin Ridley this week. So there's that. Dad, any more wide receiver that you want to wake? Let's go on to tight ends and just go to tight end start. No, let's just go to tight ends. Before right. we go to tight ends, I just want to say something to Sam because uh, I'm going to take back something I said to him last week. Even though Sam lost the bet with Ricky Shields-Jones being the top 10, 
at, at the end of that bet, I did say most people can drop. At, uh, in most leagues, you'll be able to drop Ricky Seals Jones after last week, but the tight end spot is so tough. You're not dropping Ricky Seals Jones. You so. did bad this week. I, I, I take that yeah. back. What I said last week. Uh, yeah, I got a little overzealous. I and really, he didn't even finish as a te one. I think he got he was te thirteen on the yeah, week. Right. So, um, but yeah, you're right. I, I I think I said it last week. Trey Burton's te eleven for the season and yeah. he just hasn't looked good at all. So I, there's nothing you can really, it's hard to predict this position right now. Very hard. Chris Herndon had a better week. And so did Nick O'Leary, like those are the two guys that made you not get top 12 right there. And I was like, what the heck? You ready for a transition here? I'm ready for a transition. Nick O'Leary. You want to know, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about, I'm actually going to talk about three guys here because I love all oh. three of these guys this week. So I actually have Chris Herndon. Uh, in my article this week as a start. Wow. Again, got to get a little risky. Risk yeah. it for the biscuit. Wow. <laughs> so, all right. So, Quincy and Noonan was out for multiple weeks. Uh, Herndon had uh, 56 yards and a touchdown last week. Uh, and, he has a ch- and he has a chance to step up and get more targets. Um, he has a good matchup. Vikings are last in DVOA against tight ends and coverage. They've allowed the six most receptions and the fourth most yards to tight ends, and they've also allowed the six most fantasy points per game to tight ends. The Vikings have a decent run defense, um, and they have a great passing offense, so the Jets will likely have to throw. And I, I just heard a stat today that the Jets have three games this year of 34 or more points and two of 42 or more points. Gosh. Wow. So they're actually a decent offense. So I think Herndon has a chance to get in the end zone this week, which really puts you in kind of the TE1 territory or tight end one territory any given week. So I like Herndon this week. Um, I'm going to keep going, though. <laughs> so I like, I like CJ Uzoma versus Kansas City. That's my start right there. Um, but I thought, well, on that, yeah. You can go ahead and talk about it if you want. I'll just talk so about it. Tyler Croft is out multiple weeks weeks with a broken bone. Tyler Eifert obviously out for the season with that ankle injury. Um, so Uzomo has all of the tight end snaps. Uh, over the past two weeks, he's had eight receptions for 97 yards, which is basically tight end one territory at this point. Uh, faces the Chiefs, who have the 20, ranked 27th in DVOA against tight ends. They've allowed the fourth most fantasy points per game to tight ends. Um, it's going to be high scoring again. I believe this is... The over-under is 58.5, which is just below the Kansas City uh, Patriots game last week. So I would expect a lot of throwing, and I would expect a few few red zone targets for Uzoma. And then finally, and I'm going to say I think he's going to – not Uzoma. This guy is going to be tight end – the tight end one this week, and I've been having an argument on – Twitter about it, people calling me, or a guy calling me crazy, David Njoku is going to be the tight end one this week. Wow. I agree so, with, I agree with Sam, but I'm not big enough to bet on that. I love David Njoku this week. The Njoku is great. Right. So um, since, no, since Mayfield has taken over, Njoku has 30 total targets and over 50 yards in all three games that he's started. He's also added a touchdown last week. Um, he's been his most reliable pass catcher since Mayfield has started. The Buccaneers' defense is terrible. Their pass defense is especially bad. 
Um, the coverage in, in tight ends is is even worse. They rank 29th in the league in DVOA against tight ends. They've allowed the most points per game to tight ends in the league, and they've allowed 20 or more fantasy points, 20, 20 or more fantasy point games three times to tight ends this this year. So it's a huge matchup, going to be probably high scoring again because it's Tampa Bay. So like I said, he, I think he will finish as the tight end one this week. That's a very bold statement right there. We like bold. I like that because Najoku has the mo- is most targeted tight end, like you said, and this dude, he's going to go off. I can see 13-plus targets, 100-plus yards, and two touchdowns. That's, that's, that's going to happen. He's going to outscore a lot of wide receivers this week. And if you were feeling gutsy, like I kind of am in DraftKings, putting him at your flex and putting like one of the Tampa Bay tight ends to go opposite the ball. Nah, putting Herndon. He's my one percenter this week for DFS. Yeah, it's cheap. And you, yeah, and you can load up everywhere else. You're going to go the really cheap way of DraftKings is to go Osweiler and Wilson again this week and say, screw everyone, and then just load up <laughs> everywhere and put Herndon in your tight end place. That's called boom you know, buzz. That's called Millie Maker yeah. part two. <laughs> you know, Wilson. Wilson's actually not a bad play this week because Stills has probably got Slay, and then who else are you throwing to in that offense? Wilson's good. I like that. That's another sneaky start right there too. But my tight end start, I was gonna go CJ Uzoma, but I'm a I'm gonna go a little bit more down the path of tight ends. I'm gonna say Nick O'Leary against Detroit. Detroit's twenty third. Wow. against average points. I think if you're, if you're hurting for a start, I'm not saying start this guy over Gronk. Please don't do that. But uh, <laughs> don't, don't start him over any of your studs. I won't start him over Austin Hooper this week. But once you get to like the Evan Ingram coming back, I may want to play Nick O'Leary just in hopes for a touchdown because there's no way Evan Ingram's catching a touchdown. I don't know if anyone's going to catch a touchdown under Saquon from this, like, their own 10-yard <laughs> line. Like, it's so hard to watch Giants games. It's fun to watch Giants games. But then you look at the score and you're like, oh, it's not fun to be a Giants fan. But uh, Nick O'Leary, I can see touch on upside, and he's sneaky good. So Brock Osweiler to take over that job, and he's gonna bring it back. I always, I made a lot of Brock Osweiler comments on Twitter in the off season, like just trolling other analysts in the industry, and now it's actually a thing, and I'm happy about it. <laughs> so, do you think that he steals Tannehill's job, or do you think Tannehill, when he comes back, is taking it? Sam, am I that? Both of you guys can answer that. I don't know. <laughs> Because Osweiler's bad. He is bad, bro- but last mind, week mind he looked you. amazing. <laughs> mind mind nobody you. thought he would do what he did last week either. I'm a Broncos fan, so I've seen him yeah, we've, play awful. That's Broncos fans, but, Texans I mean, fans have to be really mad about that. Fitzpatrick also had three really good games, and then <laughs> the dud against Chicago, which Osweiler – so you've heard that stat or seen that stat, right? Osweiler's first start with the Broncos, he beat the Bears – Osweiler's first start with Houston, he beat the Bears. I actually did not Osweiler's see that. first crazy. start with Miami, he beat the Bears. <laughs> wow. Or, oh, that's or, insane. Was it, I, maybe it wasn't first start. It was first win on each team. But regardless, he's beat the Bears. <laughs> that's so maybe, the kryptonite. Maybe Adam, was playing, maybe Adam Gase was playing that. He was like, oh, he's going to beat the Bears, man. <laughs> they were sitting there in like the, the whole week training. What are we going to do to beat the Bears? Bears are really good now. They got Khalil Mack. They got Roquan Smith. Oh, wait, Brock Osweiler is almost undefeated against the Bears. Let's put him in there. Surprise him 30, <laughs> like an hour before game time, which just shocked the world. 
Oh, that's crazy. But yeah, I, I don't, I mean, they have too much money invested in Tannehill. I just, and I, I don't think Osweiler can keep it up. He's just, he's, he's so bad that <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's going, he's, he's going to lose the job. Yeah. He's, yeah. I could definitely see that too. That, uh, who's your tight end start? And we'll quickly go through sets because we're running out of time. Um, I have this guy uh, alongside as my backup tight end to Jimmy Graham in our main league. And I haven't yet to start him yet because I start Jimmy Graham every week. But he's outperformed Jimmy Graham the last two weeks. And that guy is Austin Hooper. So Bro. finally this week I get to start him because Graham's on a bye. I'd always uh, start him ex- over Graham. I don't know why he's been except He's been exceptional the past two games. Uh, he could even be better this week against the Giants, especially if Ridley, like you said, and Sanu, they both might be out. I know they're both hurting. They both might be out this week. Um, or at least limited in some fashion. So in the past two outings against the Steelers and Bucks, he's had at least 16 PPR points. He's had 22 targets for 18 catches, uh, 148 yards, and a touchdown over that span. So, And uh, the, the Giants did allow Zach Ertz last week to score 17 PPR points. So I look for Hooper to have a big game this the week. Giants the Giants allow fantasy points all over the place, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. It's very so yeah, I I should have started Hooper the last two weeks because he, he oh, did outperform Jimmy Graham. Anytime you have Jimmy Graham on your team, you have Austin Hooper on your bench, you definitely got to make that swap and keep Jimmy Graham where he is right now, which is on your bench. Okay. Uh, you, you lost the bet last week to Jimmy Graham. As a matter of fact, the last two weeks, so leave Jimmy Graham alone. You, want me, you don't want me to go over that bet, did you? You took Braid over Jimmy Graham last week. Really? What were you thinking? Braid did good for fantasy I actually didn't. Owners. I didn't mind it, but he only got one target. He got one catch for a touchdown. We and take Jimmy those. Graham, we take the touchdowns. Jimmy, Jimmy Graham didn't score any touchdowns, but he finally did go over. Jimmy Graham yards. didn't have Cobber Allison in the lineup. What do you mean, like, dude? Matter. It's okay. It doesn't matter. I will Leave say Jimmy alone because you're, you're losing bets against him left and right. All right, more points. Rest of the season. Ready? Rest of the season. And not, uh, not, not no, 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 not in, not include, not including this week because he has a bye week. <laughs> no. No. No, no. <laughs> Why are you scared? How many touchdowns does Jimmy Graham have? Tell Sam how you lost in the league again, too. Let me get it. Let me get it. Uh, you had 178 points to my 196. <laughs> in the what? In, in, in our home league, in our home league, Sam, I scored 275 points. Okay, 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 okay. Yes, yes, yes. You did. You scored right. a lot of points. You basically had, like I said, the DraftKings millionaire lineup. I don't know. I don't know how. But I will see you in the playoffs, maybe. Maybe. If I make it. But even if (laughs) if you make it as far as I make it. But it when I I could bring up I could bring up the panic DMs from you. (laughs) Oh, should I trade these guys for this? No, (laughs) get out of here, Justin. Hey, I'm making panic moves, panic trades in this league. It's not a good Dalvin Cook is hurting me. My whole strategy for this draft was two running backs and little wide receivers. When one of those running backs is you might not you might not even make the playoffs in the home league. Oh, I'm probably not at this rate. This is a you, bad you, you rate. Take a look at the standings. You're in last place. Oh, I'm. I'm, I'm anyway, no, I'm, 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 I'm in. Not... I'm in worse than last place. <laughs> it's bad. But who's your tight end? Sit there. Let's, let's roll through these quick. Let's just say names and give a reason. I'm just gonna say Vernon Davis because he had a great week last week. He's not gonna do it again. All right, easy enough. Sam, who's your tight end? Sit this week. OJ Howard. OJ Howard. Why is that? Uh, Browns ranked third in DVOA against tight ends. Outside of the one week against Jared Cook, the Browns have held all opposing all opposing tight ends to under double digit fantasy points. I like uh, that was actually my tight end set this week too. 
I'll double down with both of you guys. I'll say they both don't don't play those guys. And Jeff Swam, don't think about playing him either. I'm telling you. Not not gonna be Greg good. Olson too. Sit Greg Olson against Philly's yeah, defense. Sit Evan Ingram. Result. Sit Evan Ingram too against Atlanta. <laughs> it's not good. All right. So yeah, that's gonna do it today for our start sits episode for week seven. Sorry, week seven. That's crazy. Time is flying yep. by our season already. So thanks again, Sam, for coming on and hosting. And where can they yes. find you on Thank Twitter? You, and what else are you doing now nowadays in the fantasy since last week in the fantasy community? <laughs> yeah. So at F F Stompy on Twitter. Still writing my weekly start sit column. Uh four straight weeks with fifty seven percent or higher hit rate. So we're getting better. That's good. Um, in case people don't know. That's good. That is good. <laughs> I'm uh, at like a five percent hit rate, so we're good. <laughs> Uh, still doing the rookie watch stuff for IDP guys for anybody who plays IDP. And then, uh, we still have the promotion going on, uh, at sportsabermetrics.net for the premium tools. So go to sportsabermetric.net, follow at sportsaber or sports underscore saber. And if, when you go to sportsabermetrics.net, sign up for the premium tools, put in the code FSFF, all lowercase, and you'll get 15% off. So nice. Yeah, and again, I've been winning money on DFS with that. So, I mean, if you like money, hey, I won money like last money. week. We both with code FSFF over at SportsSaberMetrics.net, and then at thequantedge.com. I only won eight bucks last week, but we take those. We take seven, seven here. I, I saw that seven and eight. We take the we take the gains. Okay, some money's Let's, better than no money. That's like a box of ramen at least a couple of, i don't know i'll take By the way, it i'm gonna go out with this so i i have dalvin cook in one league my home dynasty league and i have alvin kamara as well but i also have nick chubb so i'm kind of lucking into a lot of stuff this year and i have the highest most points scored and the best record so Nice. Thanks, thanks, Cleveland Browns for wow. trading uh, Carlos right. Hyde. Yeah, thank you for trading yeah. Carlos Hyde. We also love that here. We love it. We have, yeah, it's amazing. It's time for Nick Chubb. I liked him coming out of Georgia, and now hopefully people are gonna realize that this guy is who the Giants should have took in the second round and should have took quarterback first round. But no, Nick like Chubb. Chubb. Nick Chubb gives me a Chubb. Nick Chubb yeah. gives everyone a Chubb. He's moving forward, Chubb, and so is Carryon Johnson, because look for him to have a big week this week, too. And oh, yes. not Royce Freeman. Nah. Lindsay, baby. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for our week eight start sets with Sam. And thanks for listening, and yeah, we're out. We're out. Hi, boys.